uctoday.com. Hello and welcome to Out Loud. One of the most exciting areas of unified comms and collaboration are the new emerging technologies. Artificial intelligence, augmented reality and the Internet of Things are all creating excitement. But does anyone know the real benefits or practical applications? LogMeIn are at the forefront of understanding the use cases. Ryan Lester is the Director of Customer Engagement Technologies at LogMeIn and he was on hand to explain more about the technologies and how we can and should be using them. I started by asking if LogMeIn customers are asking about emerging tech and if they understand how they might use them in their own businesses. There's a sizzle to this, so people are very excited. They say, hey, I, you know, I, I know that there is a value. I can understand the, like, how, like, that, that, that it would create a better experience. The bot's there. It's always available. A customer can use it. But I think where people struggle is the practical part of it, of, you know, they see an, uh, an IBM Watson commercial or they hear about AI, whether it's in a movie or, or elsewhere. So there's kind of this aura of interest but then the, the kind of where the rubber meets the road and the practical nature, I think, is very hard for companies. And that's really where we think we, we were delivering uh, innovation and where we really have an opportunity to help companies is in making it something that's approachable and practical and something that they can actually implement and start seeing value on in a few weeks, not a, not a few months or a few years. And so that's really what where we're focusing our time and our energy is in how do companies take this technology and make it something that can impact their business tomorrow versus something that's kind of shrouded behind data science and machine learning and a lot of jargon, but that in reality is really actually hard to implement. So, so that I think your, your point is a strong one of people, there's a lot of interest, but then how do you apply it and how do you make it practical is I think where people are struggling. Yeah. And that, and that difficulty to sort of quantify the benefits of, of, Using yeah. emerging technologies like AI, are you finding this um, that it's it, it's something that's been focused more at the enterprise end of the market, or are you are you getting inquiries from because because it tends to be with with emerging technologies, the enterprises take it up first, and there's sort of a trickle down effect. Yeah, so that's a great great point. So it varies a bit by industry. Um, we do see that enterprise in many ways have been leading the charge, but as like you know, solutions like Bolt 360 have gone, it's making it more approachable to a broader market. Um, we're also seeing digital upstart companies, so companies maybe that you know haven't been around for many years are trying to like innovate ahead of kind of those well-established companies that they're using AI as a way to create a differentiated customer experience. Um, so you know, a company that wants to use customer experience as a way to disrupt an incumbent. Uh, sees they see AI as a way to do that in a very cost-effective fashion. So they're using kind of AI as their front line, dealing with kind of the repeated common requests from customers. And then they don't have to staff as large of an agent workforce because the AI is doing a lot of the mundane, repetitive uh, interaction. So there's, there's a bit of a push from both the kind of digital startups and also from the enterprise. And we see that moving quickly down into more of a mid-market um, set of customers that, that we're spending a lot of time with this year educating and implementing these solutions. And the, one of the things you touched on there, which is obviously, you know, a huge potential benefit is, is AI and, and, and bot technology uh, removing some of the really mundane, you know, requests that contact center agents receive and, and businesses receive. 
However, in in the long run, do, what do you think the future potential applications for AI are? We going to see more along the same lines, or or are they just going to gradually be able to improve the complexity of issues they're going to be able to deal with? I mean, it's it's a while, isn't it, away before you know I'm effectively talking to a robot that solves my most complicated problems. Yeah, we actually like our opinion. So we like to use this term harmony between bots and agents. We don't see a world where like bots do everything. You know, the, the other term people use is like cognitive AI, where a cognitive AI is like a bot can have any type of conversation about any topic, and that is pie in the sky. And in fact, we don't really think that's what companies really want. Um, there is a there is a real human nature. People want to interact with humans, um, and and that's part of a customer experience. Um, and just like you know, storefronts haven't gone away, even though you can buy many things online, people still want to come in. They want advice from the clerk. They want to touch and feel products. So we think the same thing is true of the future of customer service, that what the power of this solution is that the bot can deal with, it will continue to deal with more and more use cases, but that frees you to then have your humans spend time on more valuable things. So agents, instead of being repetitive task managers or like, you know, just dealing with transactional issues, you can have agents spend more time on consultative um, and more high-value customer discussions. And so you think about moving from a model of, you know, the, the transactional conversation to more of the consultative, um, higher-level customer support, customer service. And, and that's what people want to spend time on. You know, another – some interesting data we looked at is, you know, on average it takes a company nine months to train an agent – and agent, um, the average lifespan of agent is under 12 months. So you're spending all this time training these people to be the face of your company to your customer. But then a short time after you fully train them, they're moving on to their next job. Because the job is difficult, you know, it's a lot of mundane, unhappy customers uh, that you're, you're kind of dealing with these same repetitive questions over and over again. So we think AI really has a great opportunity to make agents' jobs more effective, happier, and that leads to better customer outcomes. Yeah, that, that, I mean, that, that's a fascinating point. And I suppose e- even the length of training can be reduced in some certain... In, exactly in some right. case, Yeah, exactly. if, if, if AI is handling a certain amount of, you know, system, you know, proce- procedure and, and those sort of mundane tasks, then you can ignore that and you don't have to waste time training your agents on that when they can concentrate more on, you know, empathy and things that, you know, robots find slightly exactly. more difficult. Important point you made. This, there's two part points I think I'd really want to hit on that you just made. Is one, um, the training part is really important because people get too caught up in AI and bots as customer facing, but what actually is just as important is the bot's ability to help the agent. So if a bot is involved with a, with an agent supporting a customer, the bot can be providing suggestions, can be learning by what the agent does. It's almost like a coach that's there helping the agent throughout all their interactions. And so that helps to train the agent, helps them to be more consistent, frees them up to, so they can maybe engage with more customers at a time or help them be more productive. So they're spending, you know, they're being more efficient in the way they engage with the customer. So one is the bots are to help the agent be better. And then two is um, those learnings are brought across every agent. So what the bot learns, it's not only giving to that agent, but it can give to every other agent that has that same conversation. So there's this kind of crowdsourced knowledge and to your point, it frees the agent to then spend more time on empathy and customer understanding. So the bot can give the suggestion of, here's our policy and returns, but the agent can add empathy to that to say, well, I understand that you know we're one day over, and even though the policy is 30 days, and the bot would say, well, you're one day over, 
the agent can have the empathy to say, well, this is an important customer. They've bought lots of stuff from us this year. You know, let's add some empathy to this and say, you know, we'll give you a, a day reprieve. So that's kind of the power of this, of you have that consistency, that crowdsource learning from the bot, but the agent's still there to really create that delightful customer experience. Yeah, absolutely. And, and like you said, that there's always, well, at least for the foreseeable future, you know, there's a requirement for that, for that human element of, of interaction. Yes. Um, that, that, we've touched on AI quite a lot there, but in terms of other emerging technologies which you think are going to uh, affect the industry, you mentioned IoT at the beginning. What, what, what do you think the impact of IoT and any other emerging technologies that you're exploring are, are going to be on LogMeIn's products and, and customers eventually? Yeah, yeah, great question. So there, there's interesting, there's a lot of interesting kind of a, a blur effect or overlap between these technologies. If you look at something like IoT, and we were to take uh, Alexa, the, the Amazon Amazon's product as an example. So, you know, this is a connected thing. It's created a new way to engage with customers. So now a customer can use voice to do a variety of activities, you know, schedule a lunch, order a product, find out about the weather. Um, but what's interesting is that it, it, today Alexa is not really conversational in the sense that you can ask it questions, but you, it doesn't have context. So, you know, a, a, a simple thing would be, um, the example I like to use here is, you know, I, I can ask Alexa, what's my state capital? And it knows I live in Massachusetts, so we'll say Boston. But then if I say to Alexa, spell that, it won't spell B-O-S-T-O-N, it will spell T-H-A-T, because I just ask it to spell that. And so... There's this interesting blurring of these technologies where we have something like IoT, which isn't really quite AI conversational yet. It doesn't have the same capability as a chatbot, but it is a new way of engaging customers. So I think what you'll see over time is things like virtual reality or augmented reality or Internet of Things. You know, there'll be a phase one, which is it'll be good at certain discrete things. You know, it, it may help you do a certain job faster or better. Um, but over time, things like conversational AI will come to those and actually make them more effective, more impactful. So I think as we look at this, as we say, well, what's kind of the leading use case, uh, whether it's in Internet Things or if it's in AR or VR, what's a leading use case that's interesting, compelling, and accessible? And then how can we have other layers of technology on top of that that make it more accessible, increase its value, increase its you know, efficacy? Um, and so that's where we're spending a lot of our time when we look at, you know, what does something like augmented reality mean to customer experience and customer service and how are companies going to adopt that? And then how can we take some of the existing technologies we have today and apply it on top to make it more effective? Yeah, that, I mean, that's, a, that's a, another fascinating point from, from, from an R&D perspective, as I suppose, as the, as the technology progresses. And the, the example you made there, Alexa, is one that I've had recurringly on the pod, but the point you've made, I haven't heard at all, and you're exactly right. It's it's having that effectively relevant memory um, and exactly. sort, sort yeah. of conscious, which which you know she lacks at the moment. But obviously, during R and D, as the technology improves, we'll eventually you know find out how that can improve customer experience. Exactly right. And so I think what we're trying to do now is like we you know. Uh, there's like the R&D theoretical part of it of like, what are the boundaries? Where is it going? Where do we want to be in five years? But I think what we're all trying to say is say from a practical perspective, sometimes it's just overlapping these things simply. Like another simple example, when you think about the like internet of things, when you're trying to set up a new connected light bulb or a, um, uh, you know, a, a connected thermostat or something that's a connected device, the process of 
kind of setting that up is um, different and a little more challenging. It's not like you just screw it into the socket. And so something like a conversational AI can be really impactful where if you're a company that makes light bulbs, you've never in the past had to deal with your customer. Um, you know, you sold a light bulb at your local hardware store, the customer bought it and installed it. Yes, you're right. Very few world. people were ringing that, up yeah, for instructions. Yeah. Exactly right. But now in this new world, it requires some, you know, you have to connect to Wi-Fi or you have an app that needs to connect it. But there's some, there's some customer relationship that's new that a light bulb manufacturer never had to think about before. And so something like conversational AI or chatbot is a great use case where it's low cost. It's very good at these repetitive tasks where, you know, I tried to connect to Wi-Fi. It didn't work. What are the three things I should do next? And you don't want to script that because people may be approaching it from a couple different ways. So you want it to be conversational. But, you know, having a, an agent deal with this a thousand times a day is going to drive that poor agent mad. So uh, there's this great opportunity to use something like AI and, in an application like IoT where you're starting to make it, making that technology more approachable to a customer through a technology like AI or conversational AI. So I think there's this really interesting, once again, overlap kind of a Venn diagram here of these different technologies feeding off each other to help drive their overall adoption. Yeah, and I suppose initially we don't necessarily see the connection. And I I know Alexa, just to come back to that example, it was initially considered as such a consumer product. But the the driver seems to be more and more now that, you know, that is taken into into a corporate space and the same principles are applied. You know, you want that ease of use. You want to walk into a room and talk rather than, you know, classic me, user erroring, you know, how to, you know, join up to my system. <laughs> yes. yes, yes, yeah, I agree, I agree. That's and some... I think that we, the, 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 another quick common point here, though, is that there is this interesting blend of, you know, enterprise at times can drive technology innovation, but in many cases the consumer is driving the CX innovation or the customer the usage, service yeah. innovation, where it's like, you know, the customer's expectation is what Apple does and the Apple experience and out-of-box ease of use. I can just go to the Genius Bar. I just download the app. So that, like, ease of the experience is driven by the consumer world, but much of the tech innovation is driven by the enterprise because the enterprise has the dollars to say, you know, we're, we're, our, our contact center is $100 million a year. If we can save 10%, that's $10 million a year. It's worth investing $5 million to solve that $10 million problem. So, so the enterprise has the dollars to push the innovation forward, but in many cases, the customer experience expectations are really driven from the consumer. That, that's really fascinating. Well, Ron, uh, we've had a really good, uh, interesting chat there, so th- thank you very much for coming on the podcast. First week. Yeah, yeah, my pleasure. Emerging tech is one of our favourite areas within collaboration at UC Today, so big thanks to Ryan and LogMeIn for explaining some more about them. There is loads more content on our website about how businesses are using these new technologies. So if you're interested, visit uctoday.com and search for AI or IoT or AR uh, and you can find loads more. Also, if you're using emerging technologies within your organisation in an innovative way, we'd love to hear about it. So get in touch with us via LinkedIn or Twitter at UC Today News. Thanks for listening.